Energy. Energy, energy, energy. <laughs> Did you just say Rochelle Obama? Michelle. Michelle. Okay, because I thought you said Rochelle Obama. I know I have a thick accent. <laughs> What's your name? Use my fake name. <laughs> What's your fake name? Sally. Uh. <laughs> hey, Sarah. Hey, Sally. How are you? I'm doing okay. How are you? I'm I'm doing really well. How's your week been? Oh, pretty busy. Work, work, work. Me too, actually. Plus, there's a lot of birthdays in February. Oh, God. Okay, tell your damn story. No, I told it last week when you weren't here. Thank God. She's talking about my karaoke story, which you all know about. Stop making it bigger than it was. (laughs) Well, it wasn't. Well, I don't know. It wasn't some person you paid to do it. What? To do karaoke? The girl. Oh, I have not told that story. Okay, I was um, standing outside. I was standing outside, and someone came up to me and said, "Oh my god, I love all of this," and waved their hand over me. All of this, and I was like, "Oh my god, Sarah!" She was right there. She saw the organic compliment. Sorry, but I get them. I saw the alcohol too, so she looked pretty buzzed. <laughs> Well, she probably knew what she was talking about then. <laughs> hey, um, this week I want to talk to you about Martina Navratilova. <laughs> <laughs> um, for those of you who don't know, uh, Martina, the what did she won like eighteen Grand Slams or something? Um, the tennis player who used to scare me because she was a lesbian and I was an, a closeted lesbian. I used to be terribly afraid of her. She's written um, in the Sunday Times this week. Um, I'm just going to read it. To put the argument at its most basic, a man can decide to be female by whatever sporting organisation is concerned, win everything in sight and perhaps earn a small fortune and then reverse his decision to go back to making babies if he so desires. It's insane and it's cheating. I'm happy to address a transgender woman in whatever form she prefers, but I would not be happy to compete against her. It would not be fair. So, Sarah, (laughs) this caused a bit of outrage this week. I just love the statement of men who decide to be women or in a lot of other articles, if men claim to be women... This is the thing, isn't it, that's that's caused a lot of... If men choose to be women. So, yeah, let's break it down a little bit. So she's saying that men pretend to be women, essentially, to enter into women's sports, mm. to win prizes, I mean, for the glory of women's um, and then go back to being a man. Sure. So that's essentially what she's saying, and she doesn't want to play... Um, she wouldn't want to play somebody who is transgendered. 
this sounds pretty transphobic to me. Yes. It is? Well, I think it's more femme transphobic than towards mask transphobic because you never really hear it in reverse, do you? You never hear about women who choose to be men, women who decide to be men and going into men's sports. You don't hear the counter-argument. It's very specific against men who transition into being women. Well, if we look at that, I guess, it's a testosterone thing, I think, for sport. I think it's a male thing. Well, okay, so if we look at the science of it, I mean, I am no scientist, but I've done some research. And I'm happy to talk about the science, but the point I just wanted to make first was is it is about men being seen as choosing to be women to insert themselves into that. Into sport? Well, into that gender role. Because I'm just talking in a general sense of the way people talk about men who transition into women. Okay. The general conversation is about men who do that, sexual predators. It's about sex. It's about, oh, protect our bathrooms. That's where it comes down for me because it's this belief from a woman that that's what a man wants to do. It's about women, transgender women, going into shelters after being displaced from home for whatever reason and people having a problem with that. Can't put them in with women. Really? Bathroom bills, like we'd seen in America in the Mm. recent years. That's where it comes back for me. And see, that's what I think too. Like, you know, if trans women are women then they're women. Uh And from what I understand from you and your experience um, is that it takes a lot more than putting on a a skirt and changing your name to be... Well, yes. Yeah, for someone to go, no, Sarah is a woman. Mm. Um, So there is a lot. There's the psychological stuff, for example. The medical stuff. And... Just so you know, Martina, after years on hormone replacement therapy, which transgender women go through, which means increasing their estrogen and decreasing their testosterone, after years of that, they become sterile. And if they underwent gender surgery, they would not have testicles, therefore not produce sperm. So I really don't see in that premise of your argument that people are going <laughs> to just go through this break and then just have kids after. That's yeah. the thing that really surprised me about the statement. Well, I think then you're taking it, yeah, so if we go back a couple of steps to say what she was talking about hmm. with sport, so from what I can understand, and this is just me as a normal person just understanding, yeah. she's saying essentially that trans women who compete in sport have an unfair advantage yeah. over cisgendered women. Yeah. And that would come in the form of, testosterone and muscle mass and fat distribution. So from what from what I've done in my mm. research, from what I've looked at. So she's saying that after puberty, if someone transitions and they've got that muscle tone and that muscle memory kind of thing built mm. in. So even if they're playing sport, then they have an unfair advantage. 
So for me, I think, well, I don't hear about a lot of trans women winning gold medals and stuff. No. Um, for example, also, um, but there, there are rules and laws, especially in the Olympics, for example, um, where they need to be taking hormones and testosterone yeah, blockers. Yeah, testosterone needs to be at a certain level. At a certain level for a couple of years before two years. they – Yeah, two years before they can compete. So what she's saying doesn't really make a lot of sense to me if you look at the science of it in a way. No, but and, – and to also add on to that is somebody who has taken hormones and learned about what they do um, – they do redistribute fat. Mm. Estrogen comes into your body. Your body is going to change and have feminine characteristics, i.e. breasts, yeah, i.e. hips. You lose it from your shoulders. Your fat is redistributed. There are changes to your body that happen yeah. through long-term hormone use. And that's the thing too with the, um, the Olympics especially. I think their guidelines, I don't know how much is written into law and I can't, I'm, not, I'm not certain on that, but they, that's the kind of testing that they do there. Yeah. And I think that they do it on everybody. Um, there was that um, athlete a couple of years ago that people thought was a man. A South African runner. Yeah. I can't pronounce her names, but I know who you mean. Yeah, and they had to do tests on her and she had some... Um, Condition where by yeah. her body naturally produces more testosterone than a general woman. Yeah, exactly. So this is where I think Martina has it. Who Martina supports... Mm. in her going, uh, that South African runner, going against the International Athletic Federation and going against the bodies, regulating it. My point for that particular thing is it might be something that is naturally occurring, but is that not an unfair advantage, well, whether it's naturally occurring or not? Well, yeah, if you think if she's got a problem with trans women, then you think she'd have a problem with this mm. woman as well. Um, and I think it's interesting too that her... The only thing the IOC mandate in their rules is about testosterone levels. That's the only thing that they mandate. The International Athletic Federation is different um, where actually documentation of surgery for trans women needs to be provided. Okay, so there's pretty pretty heavy rules. There are, and they're all different. I was looking and researching this morning, like different bodies, some don't have any rules, some do have rules, some have rules just about testosterone level, others have rules about um, gender re uh, reassignment surgery or affirmation surgery or whatever you'd like to call it, mm. um, they're, very, they're very different. See, I just think it's very interesting too that Navratilova has taken this stance considering that her coach was a renowned, famously mm. transgender well, tennis player. the first one who went against. Yeah, so that was uh, Renee Richards. Mm. And so I don't really understand what, what she's going on about. Now, just to play the devil's advocate here, there seems to be 
a lot of people and when you're looking online and stuff that say that um, people in high school, I guess in America, because everything seems to happen in America, um, boys are saying that they're transgendered. This is what people are saying. I don't know. I haven't seen any documented cases of it, but uh, boys are pretending to be transgendered so that they can wrestle or do whatever sport against girls mm. and win scholarships for college and stuff. Now that's one of the arguments that people use on places like Reddit um, and those mum kind of chat lines and stuff that I was looking at. And Fox at. News probably. Yeah, and I haven't seen any documented cases. And it's interesting that you bring up that point about trans women not being able to, um, they're saying, you know, maybe not being able to be in refuges and stuff, which I, I mean I just think it's it's ridiculous. It's not – I think the idea that some people are thinking that the partners, the abusers of these women will dress as women and come into the, the shelter and, and be able to mm. – um, I think that could happen anyway, and that does not make those men transgendered women. That makes them men dressing up as women in order to harm their former yes, partner. Yes, that's, that's always the fear factor with people, that men are pretending to be women. No, I know, but then I don't – but that's what I think those people are saying, like, you know, then they lump everyone together in trans is wrong. But I think that is very clearly uh, – something where a man has dressed up as a woman to pretend to be a woman in order to get to his ex-partner. So I don't think you can then do a blanket trans women aren't allowed in refuges, mm. um, you know, for example, because then that, well, that, but then that is segregation. True, but then I've never heard of a story like that. Well, I have heard of one recently. Um, oh, really? Well, someone had, someone had expressed that to me that that was something that um people were worried about but then you know also I know what i'm saying is i don't think anyone's ever heard of that actually happening like oh, no. tell me a news story where that's happened it's no. kind of like with the bathroom things tell me when a kid has been abused by a transgendered person in the bathroom yeah and that's the thing this is what i mean is that every these these sexual predators are being lumped into this category with trans people which is completely wrong because they're sex offenders regardless of how they're dressed they're still sex offenders they're not mm. trans people like just because you're dressed in a skirt in a women's bathroom does not make you trans. Mm. Like if, if you're in there for the sole purpose of, you know, messing around. Um, and that's kind of what I think too. Like I know I, in my travels this week I read a story about um, a man who went was dressed as a woman and went to get a Brazilian or something at a beauty salon and, you know, exposed his penis and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, so that's a man, a sexual predator dressed as a woman in order to do something very precise, like obviously planned out, like in order to get in there for a Brazilian to then expose their penis. Like, and these are just stories. I've, I've not seen the news articles on this or, or anything. But this is what I mean. This is what's really annoying me about this whole thing is that men are getting lumped into this category with trans women when it's not the case. Well, sexual predators. That's what the relationship always is, that it's some sort of No, I know, predator. but that's what I'm saying is it's, it's an unfair <clears throat> assessment and I know oh, it's unfair it's and horrible. I know people are saying that it is unfair and I'm not, I'm not sort of rewriting any sort of history or anything there, but 
that that's what I don't think these people understand is that no, it's a completely different thing. Like, yeah, they are pretending to be women, but they're not actually pretending to be trans. So I know that people will say to me that the scholarship thing, um, I know that there's a, a loud group on Reddit and places like that who talk about that. Um, I looked up some of those laws in America um, about high schools and sport and some states allow you to compete with no hormone replacement, no mm. gender reassignment surgery, etc. Um, and then others, and this website in particular named this as discriminatory when the school wanted documentation of your hormone treatment or, you know, your testosterone blocker and stuff, which I don't feel is discriminatory. I might be a pariah of the transgender community with my statement, but I believe that as part of a transition that there should be some sort of hormone treatment because if you're not if you're feeling um a dysphoria about your gender identity then you'd want to align your body as much as possible mm. and that's what increasing estrogen for trans women and decreasing testosterone does for you yeah and that makes sense to me so i don't know if i'm going to be a prior as well but but then the bigger part is i I would support the statement that people should undergo gender reassignment surgery, affirmation surgery, as I said, whatever you want to call it. Um, before they compete. Before they can compete. At that level. And why do you think that? Because that's just my personal belief. Yeah. These are my beliefs about gender and it's what works for me. Um, I understand that there is a, a different... I guess, attitude with a lot of transgendered people now because it's taking in the non-binary and mm. things like that and it's kind of expanded the meaning. And, like, this is my problem with um, transgender people being part of the gay community anyway. Yeah, because, yeah you've always had a problem with this, Rainbow, yeah. haven't you? Because they, that doesn't align for me. Mm. And... What's also doesn't align for me is I also don't align myself with somebody who's intersexed. That's totally different. Mm. Um, and in regards to non-binary, um, once again, totally different as well. Mm. Well, I, I'm always, I'm very vocal about asexuals not being included on the rainbow. Oh, me too. Because I, I don't really that understand one. that. Yeah. Um, so this might be the end of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, listeners. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying there isn't value in numbers in having your back and having mm. support, but the interesting, uh, I guess, fact that happened after Martina's article came out, mm. or opinion piece it should be called, um, is... Um, she lost a position yeah. with um, an LGBT ally sport program. I mm. forget what it's called. Um, and there was outrage about that. Yeah, well, I think she was pretty outraged. I think a friend of hers called her transphobic and she was outraged about that. So it, to me, I, I'm not sure what she's getting at. I don't understand what. 
the point was. I know I think back in October or something she'd made some comment about transgendered people and I think she had promised to shut up before she, like, until she found out more about it. So I think she came back in this article armed with her research, and I use inverted commas hmm. there, um, and, you know, was obviously raring to go and has now been shocked by the, the backlash, which I uh, don't really think that you can be legitimately shocked. IMO. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. Look, I, I, if anyone out there has any more information or wants to come and chat with us, like, that would be great because I honestly, I, I, I don't have a problem. You know, I mean, you know me, I'm a very big trans activist, but more so than you. <laughs> um, the tra- the actual trans woman but um yeah i think i don't understand i think at that level if they're the hormones and the testosterone blockers are there i i don't see what the problem mm. is you know i think people like you know look at um serena williams like she's a much bigger build than you know i was just thinking the same thing it's not like i'm gonna step on the tennis court and beat serena williams exactly who is gonna step on a tennis court and beat serena williams although somebody did recently didn't they <laughs> uh but that's the thing like she's the the most one of the most amazing tennis players ever and she's really tall and very muscular um and i don't think that's an unfair advantage there was that tennis player that em- emily marismo and that yes. stupid bloody tennis player um much no martina hingis or something had a, had a go about her and said that she didn't want to play her because she hit like a man and mm. stuff very very offensive stuff but yeah that's the same thing she was a woman um and a lesbian and yeah that was a, still the same reaction so i don't know is it tennis players is that the problem because is this something that we wouldn't find anywhere else but yeah if you if you do you know know more about the subject or you have an opinion um we would love to talk to you so is Um, serena williams basically being six foot two not an unfair advantage like you have to look at different perspectives like people are different builds and heights and and runners are different and you know that that's the thing swimmers like it's just it's incredible. Like, and the simple fact is it's just another way that people are actually discriminating. Yeah, under people. the guise of, you know, well, won't somebody think of the children yes. kind of thing. Yeah, so that that's what I think as well. And, I, I you know, I'm quick to jump to people's defence. Like I realised I was wrong about that Jussie. Smollett thing. Oh, what a fucking idiot he is. Allegedly. Allegedly, what a fucking idiot. I mean, who pays attackers with a personal check and then you're in their phone as well? Like, come on, Mm. man. Like, are you that arrogant that you think nobody's ever going to find that out? And you wanted to do it for a pay rise. Oh, really? I have like a thousand different ways you can get a pay rise, man. Get another job. Like, crazy. Absolutely crazy jumped in there yeah okay well that's that's all i can say about this i can go on and on yeah (laughs) thanks for coming sarah no problem and honestly if you if you have an opinion if you have more knowledge than us if we are wrong please tell us you can email us you can tell sally she's (laughs) wrong a lot of the time you can contact us on social you can you can do that um because we're more than happy to listen 
to the fact that if we're wrong or if you think we are, or we're happy to have a robust argument with you about how we're right. <laughs> Do not forward anything from Fox News. <laughs> yeah, we're not interested in Fox News or any kind of right wing. <laughs> bright part. I'm not. Sarah might be. But oh, a little bit. Yeah. Pick your audience. <laughs> <laughs> See ya. See ya.